0: sorcerer and I began to push for products. Keen Sourcing came up with the steamers that were buffer stock available to ship before Chinese New Year and when I reached out to uh, Height Materials for my whiskey bullets, they said they could also ship so I began working furiously on that. Uh, with Nina for the bullets and with Alina for the steamers. I got Nina going with the bullets and that was all good, they were on production. Then somebody mentioned something about inspection and I realized that I was uh, SOL with regards to examining these whiskey bullets before they shipped. So I reached out to Alina and asked her if she would do an inspection uh, for pay for a company other than the one that they had arranged for me. She said, of course, Give me a price. It seemed reasonable, based on uh, a stranger from Alibaba, but I thought it would be better to have uh, somebody I knew and I was in a working relationship to do the inspection, so I commissioned her to do that. So I sent an introductory email, as I had learned from Jimmy, copying Nina and Alina and asking for them to do the inspection. Alina began reaching out to Nina asking her for information such as the size and the date of completion. Turns out Nina didn't have the information. Kept emailing back things like not sure and uh, don't know. So then Alina on WeChat told me she suspects that Nina is a trading company. (laughs) Haha. See I would never have known this. They seem they Uh, position themselves as the manufacturer, but the fact that they didn't know the details to Alina made that pretty clear. So then Alina became my agent in negotiating with this factory as well. They went out and did an inspection, which I thought was kind of like a look-see, but she sent me a 50-page report with um, extensive pictures and uh, bills of lading in Chinese, no idea what they mean, Uh, found a few defects which she marked in photos. And then she sent me, uh, they they inspected 80 pieces out of the 1,000 randomly, I imagine, from different cartons. And she sent me extensive pictures, maybe 30 or 40 pictures of some type of digital micron measuring uh, tool showing, uh, they're examining the millimeters of the width of the bullets and the length of the bullets. I guess they're trying to make sure that there's as much stainless steel in these as they promised me. Um, and then the cutest thing of all was the last picture of this series was a picture of the measuring tool snapped completely shut and the digital readout showing 0.0 to show to me that this uh, measuring tool chronometer or whatever it was was honest Uh, I was very moved by this and once she cleared the goods then they were ready to ship and they were ready for my final payment. The final payment is called a CI, not a PI, just for reference, and it included a $345 PayPal charge. So I had to make this charge that day so they would ship it that night, but I didn't want to pay this fee and I didn't want to have to wait until China woke up to get the uh, wire transfer information because I would lose a day. Seconds were being wasted. Alina got involved, told Nina to ship the goods without payment, that if I didn't pay, she could retract them from the airport before it shipped. Warned Nina to be nice to me so I would keep buying. Long story short, the goods shipped and I haven't even paid yet. That's my sorcerer. turned out to be fairly simple. I did not try to get an FNSKU for this. I figured I would sticker it later. No barcode. Just got them made in China. I actually used their box. I sent them some new text and a logo which they dropped onto their box pattern. There is a risk in using their box at a future time because if you're on Amazon and someone's trying to compete with you, they could look at your box and then find on Alibaba the same factory knowing that that was your Source. But in this case, since I'm still competing with others, it wasn't a huge deal. So that was easy. Pretty much uh, sent a logo file and uh, some text, and we're good to go. Now, also, the bullets were quite light, um, not bulky, and so would not do for ocean shipment. Didn't even involve. Worldcraft Logistics just asked the manufacturer to ship out directly, and so they did. They gave me a reasonable quote, and we're pretty much done. At the last minute, after I had paid a deposit, I upped the quantity from 500 to 1,000 since I figured the air freight would be almost the same for both, and I just wanted to get all in here. Now, the steamers were altogether different. Uh, First of all, they're very bulky, even though they're light, Uh, but not as light as the bullets, obviously, but an order of a thousand was big enough to ship. It was like a 300 kilograms, uh, maybe three or four pallets, I'm excited to say, and had to go by air, uh, by ocean frame. So I commissioned with Jimmy for the first time. After three or four times of contacting him, I finally had a real shipment that applied, so they began giving me estimates, and surprised to find out the ocean freight itself is really inexpensive, but almost two, three times the ocean freight is a whole bunch of ships for transportation in and out of the port, port fees, and all kinds of uh, duties and whatnot, because you don't really have to pay duties by air freight. So we got the shipping set up, and I was um, able to get a space on a boat leaving China which is also apparently really tight. But far more critical is the trucking from the factory to the port which we'll talk about later. So production is underway for the steamers and Alina informs me I have about two days to produce a box. Uh, The user manual can be stuffed in later of course but the box needs to get done right away. She's told me that the factory, which normally would do the box, doesn't have any capacity for the box because they're, slammed. they're slammed, but she's found another printer across town who's willing to do the box if I can just get the file in time. She said she jumped the queue and got a place for us to print. So this began my foray into the world of fiber. I had already scratched the surface with fiber for my logo and I find out that there's brilliant, incredibly talented artists who don't get back to you once they submit the final, uh, the first concept. very hard to do corrections, I couldn't get uh, AI files, it'll be Illustrator files, and so I kept moving from artist to artist uh, to get done what I needed. This proved to be useful later. So through Alina, the factory sent me a blank die cut image and it had measurements on it, so the artist is going to use this to make the box. I commissioned an artist uh, for chump change and she turned around very quickly, the most beautiful box I had ever seen it actually made my heart race, I was so excited. So I had sent her back corrections which included my uh, FNSKU which I had figured out how to get off of Amazon, uh, my logo and a couple other important changes that she needed to make. I never heard from her again. So back to fiber. This time I commissioned two artists because I figured one of them would be able to produce a box with all the requirements and maybe even the other one would resurface. Uh, She was from Peru. I found another guy from Jamaica and a third somewhere from India. I had 24 hours to produce the proper box file. I paid both of them double to uh, do a rush charge and waited impatiently. In the end, Both of them produced very nice files with everything that I pretty much needed. Uh, The Jamaican one was so much better with bright, fresh tomatoes on it. And so I realized that that was the one I was gonna use for sure. Super excited about my box and ahead of the deadline, I sent the file to Alina so she would have it when it went to print this was Friday afternoon so with all these conversations going on with uh, fiber artists across the world and with um, Alina in China most of this happens between five o'clock in the afternoon and as late as I can stay up say midnight and I had taken to uh, checking my phone when I woke up in the middle of the night a three or four because if I can respond to a question before they go home for the day it saves another day so I was on a call with Jonathan and he, I was telling him how frustrated I had been with working uh, with people in China not getting back to me he says oh that's why you work with a supplier and I'm like Jonathan it's the supplier that's not getting back to me that was right when I was getting ready uh, starting to work with Keen and giving up on Ascenda And he mentioned one little thing. He said, Well, you know you're really happening when you get on your, uh, you get with your supplier or your sourcing agent on WeChat. That one conversation, that one comment out of the whole phone call uh, turned out to be a game changer for sure. One night when Alina told me she was going to need an answer for something pretty soon, I quickly opened up the WeChat and sent her my WeChat information as if I had been on it for years. And told her she could always uh, just reach out to me on WeChat for a quick answer. That began a whole new world for us. So I had sent my box file early Friday afternoon, ready for the printing uh, appointment that Alina had wrangled from us from a printer across town, and she sends me an, oh, so Miriam said, let's hang out, let's go see a movie, and I said, well, I don't think I can be out can't black out for two hours, but if uh, if you want to hang out, let's watch our favorite episode uh, 11.22.63. Uh, I'm good. So I went over to her house and I brought my laptop because I wasn't sure if everything was going to go well, even though it was supposed to. These things slipped. Right about six o'clock, when Nina came into the office, she sent me a message that the file was not. Uh, The file was not working, the printer had opened it up, and the fonts of the Adobe Illustrator file, even though it was a vector file, the fonts were skewed all over the place because of course the printer doesn't have these same fonts on his computer, and they need to be rendered in a vector format, what they call this outline. So the graphic artist needs to uh, turn the font into artwork, of course it couldn't be editable after that, but it can be printed by somebody in a foreign country. Now people who have not sent artwork to China uh, wouldn't know this, even though it's a best practice, um, it's something that a artist might or might not do. So I tell Alina, no worries, I will get the file converted and get it back to you, and I sent messages to Jamaica. Now he's not really in Jamaica, he's a Jamaican, but he's somewhere 12 hours ahead of me. And I knew he was asleep, but I thought maybe he'll check this message, maybe he'll do this for me. He knows that we were up against a deadline. No response. About three hours passed. Liermi and I are three quarters of the way through our episode. And Melina messages me and said, It's critical. We're about to lose our printer window. It's nine something, and I need somebody to fix my file. I first called Alan because he's a graphic artist, he can do that stuff, but when he answers the phone, he says he can't do it now, he's going to bed. I realize it's 9.45 and he's got a wife and a baby, so I decided to go on Fiber and see if they had file conversion experts, which of course they did. I began systematically going through all the conversion experts. Uh, I searched file conversion AI, and I... Messaged every single one of them that was online. I probably messaged about seven people all together. And I hadn't heard back from anyone when finally somebody bit a guy in Ukraine. He said, I can do that easily. Most of these are 24-hour turnarounds. And I was like, can you do it now? He says, yes. For the rest of the... uh, Actually, for the next two days, I started hearing back from file conversion people. And I heard back from two others that evening, and I commissioned them, too, in case Ukraine failed. By this time, I figure out... With a critical timeline, I need to have several people working on the same thing. I told Alina, hang on, the file's coming. I got somebody. Alina says, okay, whatever you did, you need to get it to me right away because the printer's about to go for his New Year's party. She explains to me that, uh, business people have New Year's Eve party, uh, New Year's party in their companies before they leave for Chinese New Year and one never knows when they're gonna be, but they're just gone for them. So I text her that's not too weird, we do the same thing for Christmas parties for Christmas. Sometimes you can't find people because they're at the party. And what's worse is even if it's in the middle of the day, they come back a little drunk from drinking and you really can't get anything done. We have something in common there. I get the file to her. Of course, I can't see it. Um, She tells me that he's gone and they're supposed to come back after the party, but she doesn't know if they will. So that was about as much as I could do with that box file uh, that night. Miriam had gone to sleep some time ago. So I packed up and went home. It was about 11 and I still have people sending me the file and I paid them all anyways. Yeah, like $10 that they wanted. I figured it was worthy. They had been up trying to solve my file. I paid them and tipped them. Ukraine was a nice guy. He wanted to know if the file worked and of course I didn't know. And we were just chatting and I said, hey, you want to write a manual? He said, sure, what's that? And uh, so I had sketched out everything that I wanted on each page for the user manual, and I had sent it to Jamaica, but he had gone to sleep. So I figured what the heck Ukraine can do, the product user manual. And so we then spent the next two hours, midnight to two, uh, chatting and writing the manual. And once we got all the four pages down, there was the issue of what page to put on the back of which because this is going to be a four-page booklet with a front and back. And so I started taking pictures of folded pieces of paper and he started Googling things and uh, we came up with the right way to lay it up which is page four next to page one and on the back side page two and three. uh, That was very satisfying somehow and I had a product manual now ahead of time. I went to sleep, woke up around five or six when Jamaica sent me the rasterized file, which of course, now I had three proper files and no printer, and everybody in China's asleep. So I'm getting pretty good at estimating time zones, and I realize at 5 o'clock, here's 9 a.m. in China, and so when I look at my clock, and I see that it's 5 p.m., I holler out to myself, good morning, Shanghai, and I think fondly of Robin Williams, and often about three or four minutes after that I start to get messages from China people coming into work and trying to settle things this is Saturday now in China apparently the Chinese work week is six and a half days Saturday morning she tells me that the printer is MIA That he was going to try to print it today he had told her Um, even though we had lost the Friday window I thought my box had failed she says he's coming in he's going to try to do it again very exciting. So we wait for that. And the night before when I had been telling Alina about our Christmas parties, I thought I had possibly been a little forward uh, with telling her how similar our cultures are, perhaps a little off of the business path. But in the morning when she uh, texted me, she said, the printer's not to be found. I guess he had too much to drink last night. So that's when I realized we really were pals. When the box first failed, I thought I wasn't going to be able to ship. But then I realized, as Jonathan said, sometimes a label in a white box is all you need. So I told Alina, you know what, we're going to ship anyways with a white box. She says, well, the white box isn't nice. And I said, yeah, but I want the stuff. But she produced another appointment with the printer. So Saturday, they're working and Sunday night, I go to sleep thinking that my box is going to be printed and everything is going to be totally cool. I didn't even wake up early and check my messages. I actually didn't realize they work on Sunday. So I wake up Sunday morning after China's gone to bed, only to find that the box has failed. Apparently somebody gave us the incorrect dimensions for the box. Not our fault, says Alina. Whoever produced the file had given us faulty information. No box to be done. All right, Alina, let's go for the white box. I says we gotta get this stuff out the door. She agrees. White box it is. She needs a sticker. So I spend Saturday morning with the dogs in the car, waiting to go on a hike, trying to get a simple file uh, for a little label, barcode, logo, description, that's it. I get a hold of Alan, he says he'll do it. Uh, pretty simple, he does. And we've got the file ready to go. I'm thinking a JPEG would surely be enough because it was just a little label, right? I spent a long time trying to figure out how many centimeters it would be, researching uh, labels in. Millimeters, of course, Avery labels are all in inches. So I figured out my size and got a file ready. Went over to see uh, Cowdy and Alan around five. I figured I'd be able to get the file to her on time because the supplier was going to print the labels that they could handle themselves. No need for a printer. Sent her the JPEG, hanging out with Cowdy and Allen and I get a message from my sorcerer. Must be AI file. All right, Alan, turn this bad boy into an AI file, will you? Of course, he doesn't have Adobe Illustrator downloaded, so Alina's telling me the factory is making their own label, but I really want mine uh, with my logo. And so Alan comes up with an AI file conversion process. We send it over and we're good, right? 1,000 units with my label, not a problem. Not what he wanted. We'll do the box next time. Everything's cool, right? Next morning, check messages, expecting to see that one thousand white boxes have my logo on it. She had sent me a picture of our stamped logo on the box. Oh wait, back up. So they're doing that, and I've got my phone next to me, waiting for WeChat messages, and I binge watch my new show, Under the Dome, Stephen King, and. Wait to see if there's any questions from her. For some reason, my notifications uh, were not on. I looked at my phone and I suddenly find out that she's asked me if the label should be on the top lid of the box as the factory wanted to do it. I messaged her back: No, 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 front panel. She says, "I already told them that." I say, "You know me." She says, "No, it's just reasonable." But uh, once again, she came through. Went to sleep. Next morning I wake up, turns out that they do not have a 1,000 white boxes. She says they might be able to come up with 100 or 200. She's pretty unhappy with them, and she says that she's going to take a five-hour train Monday morning and go down and meet them face-to-face. Why would you do that? I ask her. She says suppliers lie. She wants to deal with them and work out a solution. Not sure if they're uh, making up stuff, so I'd say, "Are you sure?" And she says, "Yes, I must do this." And she's on the train. I'm texting her, asking her to have a nice train ride. She sends me a couple of photos of her train compartment, her phone charging, and a big latte. Kind of fun. I text her that I'll be online around 11, 8, 11 p.m. while she's having her meeting with the factory. Thing is, if they only have 200 boxes, that would be kind of messed up because it wouldn't be enough for uh, ocean freight. It would have to be an air freight. And so I tell Alina, I think they should pay the air freight because it's their fault that they gave me the wrong label, right? That's an extra cost for me. Anyway, she goes into the meeting and I continue binge-watching uh, for a second night under the dome. Great show. Turns out the factory will not accept responsibility for the filed The air freight's on me and do I want to send 200 white boxes with a, a $1,200 air freight and the rest of them after Chinese New Year. This is kind of distressing, and so I tell her that I am going to let her know. A thousand dollars would double the price of those two hundred, but then when I pray about it, I am reminded of the fact that a thousand dollars spread out over a thousand pieces is not that bad. I think about the soft launch, and I put out a message to Facebook to see how that works. So through the Facebook group, I get a confirmation from Jonathan that 200 is great for a soft lunch. Get some reviews, wait for the rest of them to show up. My whole uh, push with the steamers is that I would have the whole thing before uh, Chinese New Year. But this was still going to be a good solution. So I text her back, I'm good with 200 boxes with a white sticker. I'm good with paying $1,000 extra freight, I sure wish they would fess up and uh, accept some blame and share that price with me. But either way, let's do this. Days and nights slip into a blur. The next message I get from her is that she has persuaded them that either they should pay the whole freight cost or produce enough product to ship out on the boat and that I'm gonna be a key supplier for next year. They should do everything everything in their power to please me and stop fooling around. She gets them to find some more white boxes, but then apparently they can't produce the product. They have too many other orders and they don't think they can do it. But she says, don't worry, I'm pushing them. I'll make them do it. Turns out she came up with uh, 738 boxes, white boxes with my label heading out. She wants to know if I wanna stop working with them and uh, close the PO or should we keep it open? I let her know that uh, I plan to do a lot of work going forward with them. I wanna keep working with them, have a good relationship for a long time. I jump onto Market Intelligence to check the stats and my competitors are selling between 500 to 2,000 units a month. So I realized if I can get off the ground with this, I actually will be a key client. I had a a surge of inspiration when I told her this. I said, Alina, my competitors are selling between 500 and 2,000 units a month. If we can get market share, if the quality is good, then we'll be able to do this in a big scale. I say, I'll order 3,000 quantities And then for a fourth quarter, we can do a 20-foot container. I even looked up the right, uh, what do you call those things? The right letters, right acronym, to indicate 20-foot container. She nails it down, and then the next thing is getting it on the truck. This is a whole nother issue for Chinese New Year. Turns out the Chinese uh, Chinese drivers drive. 10 months, 11 months and they only go home to see their families during Chinese New Year. So they quit as quickly as they can and go home so they can have as much time as possible. So the only Chinese, the only drivers that are left uh, charge a lot and there's very few to be found. It was a lot like that for us with Good Time Trucking when between Christmas and New Year's drivers are all off and we could pretty much ask whatever price we wanted. So there was another. Uh, rush to get the product done and to get it on one of the last available trucks and get it to the port Lena also explained to me that there's a huge queue at the port and the driver has to wait there when in fact he wishes he was home already but um, we've got passage booked on the ship I actually never cancelled it um, even when they told me they were going to have to air freight because I thought well better leave it open just in case sure enough Everything's on the way to the port and she tells me that she has arranged it that um, because the trucking situation was dire, she told them to ship before I paid the balance of the payment. The way she explained it is that they could cancel the payment at the port if for whatever reason I did not pay so that they wouldn't actually lose money. Of course, they would have lost a lot of money on the trucking, so it was a stretch of faith uh, but she managed to get that done. So she got my whiskey bullets to ship without payment. She got the steamers out to the port without payment. And so today I'll be doing some wire transfers. And I've got all that stuff on the way. Not only that, uh, 1,000 credit card knives arrived in Nicaragua. And it looks like we're able to get them out of customs with a total of... About $100. But there is a process. And this means we'll be able to ship anything we want into Nicaragua as well. So there we are. I've got 1,000 credit card bullets on the ground in Nicaragua on their way out of customs. I've got 1,000 whiskey bullets on their way to the airport. And I'll make a payment today. I've got 788 steamers on this way to the port to Ningbo where they will ship out by sea. What is it? By land, by air, by sea. All this is coming together and it's really not because I'm that awesome. I definitely feel uh, divine inspiration every step of the way. Uh, Power and glory. I feel that the forces of heaven are behind me. Of course, I have pledged to build this business uh, to where I can donate a million dollars a year to charity causes. And so I feel that all this is being driven by something beyond myself. I mean, I need to stand and do everything in my power and stand, but there's a wave and a momentum that is far beyond me. I might be able to sleep some reasonable nights the next week or two. Uh, and also, I've been having so much fun in Fiverr, I've commissioned three other projects. On one hand, I'm getting uh, graphic novels, comics, to express some of my perspectives on Universal Salvation. worked with three different graphic artists, and I have one magnificent uh, rendering of The Lost Shepherd. And now I'm working on one for... Uh, kings of the earth which I intend to send to Robin Perry and I'm working on one on uh, why didn't we know which I intend to uh, send to a blogger whose post I would be freely uh, borrowing from and I have this uh, vision of creating a wiki and having people contributing to both design and create uh, graphic illustrations of these points which escape the layman. There's all theologians arguing about it and they have very hard to grasp people. The only people who actually reach out to learn are those who already doubt uh, the concept that God is sending people to hell forever. But my heart is for the people who are entrenched in their doctrine. and They have a a slight sense of angst about it, but they're not willing to give it up. So what I want to do is increase this sense of angst with these graphic uh, comics. Uh, My inspiration is from Clinton Cash and also uh, Walking Dead to create uh, a new level of thinking and presentation. So uh, that's one of my projects. And the other thing I've done is I've commissioned an illustration for my great aunt's book. uh, And I plan to show it to my father. I think we should scan and render this into a digital version so we can print it on demand kind of excited about that and I also signed up to get a new logo uh, because we're out of labels so I'm getting a new logo for Valley from my Jamaican artist and I'm working on a new label for the sweet and sour and the lime juice with a uh, label production artist although she sucks she keeps not following any of the instructions that I give and her artwork is practically useless for us but anyways I'm super excited about the possibilities that uh, Fiverr has opened up Uh, With regards to my own personal uh, aspirations, my own writing goals, and uh, even valor at this point. So stay tuned. Now I gotta make some websites, I gotta do some listings, I gotta figure out how to get things selling on Amazon. Of course, I have no idea how that part works. I just wanted to get my product, and while it's on the air, while it's on the sea, then we'll work that part out. So that's the next step. Stay tuned.